On today's episode of Go Book Yourself, the podcast that helps you master writing, marketing, and publishing one bite at a time. I've got 62 ideas for book marketing, as I shared with you last week. This is the second episode in a series of three designed to give you everything you need to know to let the world know about your book and where to get it. We're going to hit it right after this. Tune in to Go Book Yourself, powered by Helix Interactive, with your book coach and publishing expert, Hilary Jastrom. Lately, I've been feeling like my sponsorship pieces are sounding a lot like those stories in the recipe books about how the tomatoes were first discovered in Tuscany before you even get to the freaking fettuccine Alfredo recipe. So I'm going to skip that and keep it short and sweet. J. Hill Creative and Bookmark, helping authors everywhere get published. And that includes you. For more information, visit jhill1lcreative.com, jhillcreative.com, and hit the contact button at the top of the page. We'll be in touch. Last week, we covered the first 20 ideas out of a total of 62 book marketing ideas. Today, we are hitting the next 20. So I hope you are earmarking this episode. If you're an author, you are going to need it. Picking up on number 21... Boy, all of a sudden, I just had a flashback to Casey Kasem's American Top 40s. Hitting the list at number 21 is Flock of Seagulls. What in the hell do they sing? I run so far away. There it is. Anyways, number 21. Speak at a local literary location. That's a lot of alliteration. Ooh, that was fun. That was fun. I'm such a nerd. (laughs) That is why my new custom license plate is going to be Word Nerd. I know you can totally appreciate that. Speak at a local literary location. What in the hell do I mean by that? And maybe even do a book reading there, but let's define what that is. In Minneapolis, Minnesota, way up high in the Arctic tundra, just on the south side of the North Pole, there resides a local literary location called The Loft, and I actually went there. It was very cool. I was writing my book, Killing Carl, Two Case. Find it on Amazon. Yes, I will always do that. In case you're asking, just put your hand down. Yes, I will. The Loft is a literary hub. You can go there and take writing classes. You can listen to book readings. They provide areas where you can sit down and write. Of course, they have a little cafe, little noshes there. They have supplies for writing, so you can get inspired, books on writing, all kinds of different things. That was fabulous. I took an intermediate fiction class there and learned how to diagram a book, learned how to diagram a plot for a fiction book. It was crazy. It was much simpler than I had made it out to be. If you're thinking of sentence diagramming back in your English class, it's kind of like that, but for a book. So get yourself known locally. I think that's important. Establish yourself. I'm an author. I'm a local author. How fun is that to say? I almost want to get a t-shirt that says that, wear it around town. Not everybody is an author. It's a pretty special thing. So if you can establish yourself in the community, 
That is fantastic. I did a book reading there. It was my very first book reading and my only book reading, actually, for being honest. Um, I don't even think I did a book reading about book signing. No, I did not. But I did a book reading there. It was fantastic. I just sat up there and uh, read my book. The manuscript has changed since then. Read it to some people in the class, read it to some newbies, kind of drifting in and out of the area. Highly recommend it. It's great to get some traction in terms of your speaking, too. We always want to be practicing that. Number 22, get on podcasts. Be features in, featured in magazines, digital magazines, or physical ones, and on various sites. You definitely want to be a big mouth right now and ask people. If you don't have someone representing you trying to get you on podcasts, ask people, can I be on your podcast? I like it. My book would be a compliment to a lot of the topics and a lot of the people that you have on the podcast. Can I be on it? Most people will let you be on their podcast because everybody but like one grandma in Omaha, Nebraska has a podcast now. Every one. Seriously. And they want content. This is the way of new age advertising. They want content, so they want you to be on there. In some cases, they might say, well, yeah, we want you to pay. Okay, well, then you need to figure that out. What's the risk versus the reward here? I'm going to pay you X amount of dollars. What's my return going to be? What are my eyeballs going to be? On various sites, this is easy. You can also do a sponsorship of sorts. There is always ad space available. You just have to be willing to pay for it. I want to put my information about my book here on the site. So if I'm on the homepage, everybody goes to the homepage and everybody can see it. I want to know, hey, what gets the most traffic on your site? Might not even be the homepage. Maybe it's the relationships page. That's where everybody seems to gravitate to, right? So do some research on that. You can often be a guest contributor as well or have someone interview you like we talked about before. Definitely make that a part of your plan. Number 23, when you're speaking at venues, even if you're doing just a, a local venue and you're coordinating with an organization, you usually have a speaking fee. Some, you know, you don't start out that way, but you will gradually be able to start charging a speaking fee. And when you do, you can include cases of books as part of your speaking fee. Just roll it right in there. Great, my fee is this, and it also includes these two cases of books. Fantastic, because what that does is it beefs up your bulk sales, which is important. It's especially important on your publication date. So if you can swing that, that is a great idea. 24 is swag. It's like my new favorite word. Do you ever have new words that come out and you think, oh, it's my favorite word. I'm going to figure out how I'm going to roll that in to something. Swag. Combine this with true guerrilla marketing. Leave swag in places where people can see it. I think about, and I don't know who did this, but uh, there was a marketing company that wrote the logo and a slogan and some information about the company. Understand these are very small pieces on tennis balls and release them into a square in a public city and like a 
metropolis somewhere so people could pick it up. Where did this tennis ball come from? That's weird. And interact with the brand and the message that way. You can do the same thing with your marketing. Kind of along the lines of the conversation cards we talked about earlier. 25, have you heard of promo stacking? I hadn't, but I want to give credit where credit is due to fitsmallbusiness.com again. And they're advising every day, run a paid ad. Stacking up promo after promo after promo. So you're hitting people. I think of this too as enriching or enhancing one piece with the next, with the next, with the next. It's a compounded effort. It is especially important to do things like this when you publish your book. That is a time to talk about it. And you'll see that window is right before it comes out when it has been published and right immediately when it comes out. So there's three areas that you really need to hit it hard. 26, add your book title to your email signature. This is smarty, smarty, smarty. I want to add too that you can add your book title and the fact it's a best-selling book to any bit of writing that you do to your bio. If you were writing the foreword for someone else's book, you could include it there. 27 is make a book trailer. Fun. That is so fun. I had a book trailer made, I think it was last year. It was fantastic. It's another piece of um, marketing. I worked with the marketing company, so we picked the voiceover artist who most closely matched the vision and the sound that I had in my head. And we made my book more inclusive so I wanted to, and I think just have an ear for that anyways. The world is changing. Since I'm a disabled entrepreneur, I wanted to make sure that my book spoke to all walks of people and all people with various abilities. And make that book trailer. That is a whole other fun game for you. You'll feel like you're making a movie like, cut, all right, that's a wrap, people. Or maybe that's just me, but I like to incorporate that in my life anyway. It's like, cut, that's a wrap. We've got dinner. All right. Let's take a break. We'll go to lunch. We'll come back. We're going to hit it. 28 stories. And I don't mean stories like sit down and tell your story. Yes, definitely do that. I mean stories from the standpoint of Facebook and Instagram. They have stories that run and they can be little videos or they can be um, images or memes, stories get more engagement and greater view than if you just post in your news feed. They're designed to be that way. The algorithm is designed to be that way. So make sure if you don't know how to use stories that you figure it out, have somebody figure it out for you. Christine does mine. She's amazing. And uh, I trust her a hundred percent. So you don't want to neglect that piece of your social media. 29 is book clubs. We talked about digital book clubs. I'm talking about local book clubs. There's opportunity everywhere. Start with your library. Go to the YMCA. Uh, go to the city hall. I don't know. Find a place locally. I'm trying to think, you know, when I go to pay my city of Champlain utility bill, there is a whole 
big page on the website that talks about the city opportunities and things of that nature. So I think that would be a good place to start. Get that information going. Hit up those book clubs. Hey, I've got a, a new book. I'm a local author. I'd love for you guys to review it. Would you be willing to do that? And you will be surprised to find that people are thrilled to do those things. A lot of times we get it in our heads that well, it's going to be really hard to ask. I'm not sure how to what that looks like. I'm not sure what I need to say. People are going to probably say no. And you'll be surprised to find that is not always the case. And often it's not. Number 30, go to industry events. Whatever your field is, whatever your industry is, people are gathering, go to these events. I know a realtor out on the East Coast. He has an event every year and it's really fun. Like he's done some bounce houses and um, I think at one point even he had people come and get their car washed. It was just really, <laughs> he's very creative, a lot more creative than I am. But it might be something where you could say, hey, you know, I'm going to go to this industry event and I just published my book. Would you mind if you carried it at the event and I could talk about it a little bit? Is that okay? You can always ask you will never have a regret about asking and hearing no. You will always have a regret over things that you noodle on in your mind and don't follow through on. 31, see if a local business can carry your books. A little bit different than a local bookstore. So if you're a nurse and you wrote a book, for example, do you know a doctor who could put your book in their office? If you're a doctor of dermatology, and you work closely with, I don't know, endocrinology, this <laughs> is a thing. <laughs> Maybe it's a thing. Then ask that other doctor, can I carry my book here? My chiropractor carried his own book. Of course, you know, he had a very low barrier to entry. He could do whatever he wanted. But it makes sense, you know, right on his wall with his anti-inflammatories and stuff like that. It was like, here's my book. Read my book. This is my life's work. Great idea. Why not? 32, what about your alma mater, a corporation where you worked, places that have meant something to you on your life's journey, people who would love to support you? These are your fans in life. You know what I'm talking about. You might have that college instructor, and he got you, and he encouraged you, and he talked to you, and you guys really gelled together, and he helped you achieve goals that seemed a little bit out of reach but he just knew how to speak to you. Maybe you've got a prior boss who is still a friend to this day, has loved to see the journey that you've been on and would love to share what you've written. Reach out to those people. Those are the people that are like the flashbulb people. Before I met them, I was this way. After I met them, I was this way. And you'll never forget them. They're like the the rungs on the ladder of life. 33, and I briefly touched on this before, it does warrant its own number, is local media. In Minnesota, we have, gosh, I'm trying to remember what the name of it is. They think it's like Good Day Minnesota or something like that, but it's on around midday. Maybe it's Midday Minnesota. That has a nice alliteration. It's on around midday, and this, they talk about 
local information, uh, state information. Uh, they also interweave in some of national news, but they do take some time for local people. My friend Maggie has been on there. Maggie has a business called Complexions on Carter, and she is an esthetician. So she's been on there twice, talking about her book, talking about her business. It's a very, very cool thing. 34, barter with other professionals. You carry my book, I'll carry yours. You can even bundle your books together. We're going to sell our books together, so you get a twofer. Cross-pollination can be very effective. It also gives you support, increases your network. 35, a few of other books you've written, you can bundle your new one with the others. And you've seen this, the box set. Somebody says, I'm going to write two books. Okay, now I'm going to write three. Now I've got a box set. And I usually see box sets that are in three. I rarely see box sets of two. But that's up to you. But you can definitely bundle your new book with others. 36, straight up read to people on YouTube or get on IGTV and have your own show. It's like having your own network, really. It's crazy. It's like, welcome to my network. This is where I decide everything. And I am deciding to put this on and that on and talk about this other thing. And I'm going to go on at this time. It's actually a really cool thing. And I don't mean like a monotonous reading, like you're going to sit down in your buttoned up sweater and read in a very droll tone of voice. You're going to have to spice it up a little bit. You're going to have to make it exciting. Choose a part of your book that is gripping and compelling without giving everything away, but definitely explore doing these videos. And number 37, network with other authors and help each other. A little bit different than promoting each other's books, like be in each other's lives. Have a network of authors. You should have that. You should know people. I hate the word should. I'm going to take that back. Consider knowing people. It's very powerful. They know somebody who knows somebody. Maybe you guys are collaborating on the next book. Maybe they're going to write a foreword. Maybe you'll write a foreword. Networking with other authors from the standpoint of offering support is critical too. Many times we can just be bobbing along in our lives, surrounded by people, but they don't understand because they're not us. They're not doing what we do. So intrinsically, they don't understand and they can empathize as much as possible. Yes, that's hard. I'm not sure how I would handle that or resolve this. Other authors allow you to brainstorm on solutions, push each other, support each other, maybe even become friends. Not such a bad thing. Number 38, align with a nonprofit or charity that makes sense with the subject of your book. If you're writing about dogs, can you write a, can you um, correspond? That's not the word I'm looking for. Can you collaborate with a rescue agency? Greyhounds, maybe, if that's what you're writing about. Can you collaborate with that? Maybe your book, your whole book's about racing. Then I don't know, show up at the, organization and read a chapter out of the book, read a couple pages out of the book. You donate to them, they donate to you, but get in bed with one of those nonprofits or charities so that they can help to push your book forward. 
is always an idea. 39, send your book to a celebrity. Once upon a time, I knew somebody whose cousin worked for Ellen DeGeneres. It was not quite the Kevin Bacon seven degrees of separation, but it was close. So I sat down, I took my latest book, Six Success, and I inscribed it to Ellen. And supposedly it was sent off with the idea that Ellen would be so moved and bowled over by my story that she would reach out and she would say, out of the millions of people that watch my show, your book rose like cream to the top of my cup. Please come on my show. And obviously, you know, that didn't happen because if it did, I would be blabbing it all over the place for everybody to hear about. But I took a leap. I sent it out there. You may hit somebody that wants to have you on their show or that wants to help you lift your voice up so it is louder in the world. You may do that. I am a fan of Never Say Never. I don't live on ultimatums. I don't operate on extreme ends of the North or South Poles. I think everything is possible. If it hasn't happened, it's because we haven't figured it out yet. It's really that simple. And finally, number 40, and actually we'll do 41 today because I've got 62 in total. So number 40, second to last one, try Twitch, Smashwords, or BookBub. Now I just learned about Twitch. Twitch is a platform where if you are a creator, you can post about your work. Other people can share about it, get the word out about it. It's kind of like Goodreads, but this has to do with all forms of creative expression, obviously, includes authors. Smashwords, one of my authors has used, and I know it enabled him to be placed on barnesandnoble.com. He also was able to get on Kobo, and Kobo specializes in digital book publication and audiobook. So no paperbacks there, but Kobo has quite a large circulation. So it's something that you definitely want to include in your book marketing is Kobo. Some of these things you've maybe never heard of before, but when you dig into it, you're like, wow, there's this whole like underground, just teeming population of people who are super excited about these passions, and you want to lock into that. BookBub has been around for a while. BookBub is, I consider it to be um, just a marketing platform, a little bit of a distribution opportunity within BookBub. I've heard good things about it as well, so it doesn't seem to be a fly-by-the-night operation and uh, definitely worth checking out. And here's our final piece today. Number 41, share people's book reviews as advertising. Now, we talked about that a little bit when it comes down to creating memes out of excerpts of your book. You can do the same thing. You can create memes, but the content that you'll share, the written content, will be the book reviews. 
And you can plug those in all over the place on social media. Make sure you've got your little mini book in the corner. You've got your logo. You've got any associated ways to get in touch with you and acquire the book for the viewer. And then take a look at where these memes are most successful. And there you go. Again, I am a huge fan of college kids. <laughs> can you create these memes for me? You know, I'll pay you 20 bucks an hour or I'll give you 200 bucks to create 10, 10 of them or whatever. Look on Fiverr too. Fiverr, you need to be a little bit more discerning, but check out the reviews that people have on Fiverr. Check out their bodies of work. So they sometimes post samples of their work or mini portfolios. But you can definitely figure out a way to have somebody turn these reviews into memes and then share them all over the place. So don't get discouraged at the new rules of publishing. Adapt. Get a team to help you reach your goals, people who are advocates in your life who want you to succeed. I've seen it time and time again where people have played small, they're new authors. They don't have a social media presence. They don't want to adapt. They wanted to go back to the good old days of I send out my book and the book stands on its own merit and I'm going to just be given something by the publisher. And that's not how it is. You're asking to get into bed with this publisher and to do business with them. It has to be beneficial for them. So we have to adapt and we have to say, listen, I've come up with this marketing plan. So I know how I am going to hit people and I'm going to follow through and do these things. And I'm going to do them even though I'm scared. And even though it might be awkward. And even though I don't know how to ask. You just ask like this. What do you think about if I guest blogged on your website. Would you think that would be okay? Because I've been reading your website and I think it's really cool and I think it makes a lot of sense with the book that I just wrote. And I'd love to help bring some viewers to you and uh, you would help me too. So what do you think about that? You always start out with that. I love that question. What do you think if? <laughs> Maybe you have a way that you ask. Would love to hear about that. It does no good to sit back and do nothing because you don't know where to start. That's the bottom line. It won't get you anywhere. That's your guarantee. If I sit back and do nothing, I am guaranteed to get nothing. So you know that. You don't know what the result will be when you start asking, when you start figuring things out, when you start building campaigns. You don't know what's going to happen. And it might be something just absolutely terrific. So start somewhere, pick a task and schedule it out. If this is overwhelming, start somewhere. Sit for a minute. You have a gut reaction. What is that gut reaction? I think I should start here. Great. That's the place you start. Don't overthink this. Just go. Make a list of the places you want to speak of the people you want to reach. Readers are bombarded Everyone is bombarded. I say it a lot. Stay in front of their faces if you want to be read. If you don't want to be read, make sure that you slink back into the shadows and you don't tell anybody about anything about your book. Make sure you keep it a secret. Don't talk about it. Don't post about it on social media. 
and nobody will know about it. And the hell of it is that as an author, you might feel resentful, but there's no reason to feel resentful if you haven't done the work. You have to do the work. It is an arduous undertaking to be an author. Nobody is saying that it isn't. It absolutely is. And when you're done, you might just want to say, oh, I'm finished. Finished. That's it. Now I can sit back and people can buy it. But the work of a different kind is just beginning. So keep all of these ideas in mind. Implement many of them. Sell the hell out of your book. Now that's it for this week's chapter of Go Book Yourself. When you need proven tips on getting the best writing on the page, you know where to go. Until next time, authors, write on. <laughs>